Hello. <laughs> Hi. Well, we meet again. We meet again for episode four. This is uh, 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 Cityscape with the Pink Font. I yeah. am Paige. And I'm Miranda, the co-host. And uh, and uh, we talk about romantic comedies, but our main quest is to go through the entire um, gamut of Sex in the City. It's true. And today we're talking about episode four, which is titled Valley of the 20-something Guys. And uh, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're gonna hear a lot of that during this episode. Is oh, me just God. Going, <laughs> so much to say. So, like, a, a quick little one minute synopsis of this episode is Carrie navigating 20 something guys versus 40 something guys, and the, the dichotomy is, is presented through the lens of. A 20-something-year-old guy she meets at a, a restaurant opening. And then Big, who's a 40-something guy who um, she's trying to go on a date with. And it's not a date. It's a thing. Oh, yeah. That's my first note. Yeah, we've got so many notes. Yeah, so but let's just, let's get this fucking going. Let's just, yeah, yeah. I think every, but yeah, we don't, yeah. We're going to go through uh, exactly what we're talking about. So he never, he never calls it what it is yeah and it's deliberately confusing i don't know it's deliberately i don't know whether it is deliberately to confuse her or or it's just well it definitely is a red flag but uh what his own red flag is connected to if he says it's a date the whole fucking bouquet of red flags it's not just one red flag Like, but like he's he's leaving rose petals of red flags. <laughs> just, yeah, no, and for she sure. just keeps following them. But uh, yeah, it's like, is he not? Does he not want to call it a date because that means that it means something? Or like, it, th- it's that, so it's so non-committal. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> absolutely cool, man. Cool. My first so, note, my my first note was ten thirty p.m. for a fucking dinner. <laughs> because they're going to this restaurant opening, and it, she's like, "We have our ten thirty reservation, girl." <laughs> I'm sorry that I think that's just the Midwest human being in me. Yeah, ten thirty for a dinner. <laughs> it's yeah, because there it's. I want to be. That must dead. be New York time, because New York time people can be like. And also, you got to give them the benefit of the doubt that, like, maybe, like, they got a lot of, like, foreign businessmen coming in and having I, different... I don't know. The, the I city, don't know, the 1030. City that, the, the city that never sleeps, I get it, blah, blah, blah. But, like, Jesus, no thank you. Anyway, continue. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> I was also, to lead into that, 1030, what is that restaurant fixing up? I bet... I bet it is breakfast for dinner. <laughs> I'm in. Bacon and eggs. God, that's um good. my next um my next note was definitely okay, so it it was connected to this note, which goes together. What the fuck kind of phone conversation do you have where the dude just calls the restaurant to find Carrie? 
to tell her I'm not going to make it. She takes this com- she takes this phone call from from Big at the restaurant. Well, it's a it's a message. She's checking her voicemail. Oh, she's checking her voicemail. Never yeah. mind. Never mind. It was the 90s. I didn't yeah. do that here. So I, I did I did I did appreciate my note on that was the fact that they had they had landlines for people to check messages and to like get a hold of people like that's it's just like like what a what a fucking 90s thing but also just like that act of checking your voicemail at home because that's the only way someone could have like left you a message what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Well, that note was stupid. So I'm going to move on to the note that it was connected to. And this is a lifelong lesson, my friends, that I will hopefully learn and accept. But if you have to ask your girlfriends if he really is interested in you, he ain't. Oh, my God. It's so funny because I put a second opinion <laughs> Yeah. If you and guys, and also guys, don't put out the yes signal if you have no attempt to follow through. What did we say in episode one? Consistency. Reliability. Reliability. So girls, if you have to ask, hey, what do you think he does? Chances are, nah. Nah. Just put it out of your brain. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. I believe in you. Miranda, Miranda and I believe in you. Miranda, the co-host, not Miranda, the character. It's true. I do believe in you. Although I do understand, as I said in episode two, if you're emotionally unavailable, I most likely am going to feel attracted to you. So I get it. I like, honestly, I I don't know how many relationships I've, I've had where I've been like, but do they like me? And in fact, that's not true. It's been all of them. So it's fine. <laughs> the cycle breaks here, Miranda. Oh, I know. Thank the you. The co-host, not Miranda the character. It's going to be. We're breaking it one, one relationship at a time. One, we're going to break it. Um, and my, my wise friend, Jason, said, yeah, he, he, he told me the last real bad, weird dude that I was attracted to, that I also didn't know whether he was into me or not. He said, Paige, it's up to you to break the pattern. They ain't going to break the pattern. Nah. So, yeah. A- anyways, back to back to the net, the cutting to the real shit. Let's cut to another crazy thing that's actually true. 20s, it, when you're in your 20s, you know all of the right people, and that is true. That is true. When you're in your 20s, you're friends with the bartender, you're friends with the with the with the bouncer, you're friends with everybody that the 30 people, 30 something people are not friends with. Yep. Well, cuz you're there. Yeah. And uh yeah, you can you got the hookup in your 20s and mm-hmm. sometimes I miss that, but I'm also a 30 something who has the hookup. I was gonna say you're pretty connected. Yes, I still, I still got the fuck up. I don't, I don't think you've lost that for sure. No, I, yeah, I, I only, and I'm like, why? And I only get better with age, so now it's just bigger and better things. I'm here for it. Um, my next note was 
as someone who has dated both men in their 40s and 20-something men, this episode just really speaks to me um, deeply in terms of the experience um, throughout the whole plot. Like, yeah, no, I, I relate to this on so many levels. Oh, God. I... Here's the thing. Okay, so I've I've not dated a 40-year-old. But I've dated in my tw- dated 20s and the 30s. And here's why I don't dig it. Tell me. It's because after a while, especially when <laughs> especially when you're hanging out with their other 20-something friends, you really start being a parent to all of them. And that's when the minute I start becoming Auntie Paige, that's when I'm like, okay, I I need to go home. I need to go home. This is the, the, nah, nah, I don't want it. I don't want to. I mean, I was going to say that really the experience overall is that regardless of whether they're a 20 something or a 40 something, they both want a parent. Oh yeah. Actually the minute you have to parent anybody is when your, your partner is not your parent. Oh, please just like do anything other than request that from me. Yeah. That's like, that's, that was my, that was my note. Yeah. These, these notes, we're just getting faster with these notes. Cause we're just like, time is money. Time is money. Time is money. Pretty much. Pretty much. Efficiency. Efficiency. So we're, we're really efficient. But um, yeah, all of those all of those notes that I had on the first one and a half pages were basically were, were basically notes that took place within like the first five minutes of that episode based on just observations and observations of my own life. Now, I am going to bring up something that really that's really going to upset you all or except or, or it. it upset Miranda both Miranda the co-host and Miranda the character when Skipper comes in with a rum and coke fucking Christ (laughs) but she was really mean he was actually trying to be nice and she was just well I hate rum and I hate coke so thanks (laughs) but I think that like honestly that speaks to how incompatible they are like oh yeah like that it was right there right there like there's no yeah that you can't you can't argue with that with no, it's that. just it's a demonstration of like we just we don't we don't you don't really know me and like you're not you're not like you're sure you're trying to be thoughtful but you're not like really a partner to me because my partner would know an alternative drink. Yeah, and and isn't this like the third time they've been that we know of? That we know of, that, and that we've seen that, as an audience. Yeah. Okay. So, like, essentially, let's just say that this might be three date three or four. Maybe, if yeah. it's that, because he could just have shown up. Also, I didn't realize that that character was 27 years old until he starts, like, talking in that interview. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. (laughs) What the hell, Skipper? 
I know. Um, my next note was uh, was was an answer to Carrie's question. Are men in their twenties the new designer drug? Nope. <laughs> Why do I pay you to sit in a coffee shop and and write bullshit? My next note. No. <laughs> my the next thing I I enjoyed was when Carrie and Miranda, the character, not the co-host. <laughs> We're walking down the street, and the question was like, "Where, where are all like the like the eligible men or whatever?" And Miranda goes, "Giuliani had them removed along with the homeless." And I just just, uh, really appreciate the references to people who are now still a part of our like pop culture for horrible reasons oh yeah for different reasons yeah because yeah for, like that was... different horrible reasons like giuliani was already terrible to begin with but then he got worse and oh, how yeah he got, i mean wow i just i i literally wrote ha 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 that giuliani what? joke ha that that aged well i mean or actually it didn't because it he did, did. I mean, he, yeah, like, he got, he took all the pornography out of Times Square. Um, so now it's, it's all merchandise and M&M stores and Planet Hollywood. And it's just, it's familial capitalism as opposed yeah, to. Yeah, as in probably really what capitalism is, is a bunch of porn sites, right? Probably. <laughs> I mean, that's all that. Yeah. I mean, and it quotes the musical Avenue Q. It's the only stable investment. You know, Absolutely. that's what what Trekkie Monster puts. Porn, porn, porn. Oh, he invests all his money so he can buy the monster skull. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Yeah, that's right. That's come, right. Come to this podcast for references to musicals and, <laughs> and Space Jam. Space Jam. Oh man! If 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 things are freaky and covered in fur, we'll talk about it in this episode, like puppets and monsters. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, this was the most. Uh, th- now this phrase was the most bullshit phrase in the entire episode. Women in their thirties are grateful. God, that. Every every time like those interviews happen and they get like the male perspective, I'm like, this is horrible. Like I just hate everyone who's talking right now. Yeah, because like I oh man. Like I, I'm I'm not sure. I think the thing is is that I'm not sure if the answers would change. No. Like would. now. Or would they? I don't know. Like, also, they. I mean, they didn't have Tinder, um, in the in the in back in in ninety eight. So, like, who who knows? Um, Samantha would have thrived on Tinder. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Samantha, Samantha, in our mind's eye, still thrives on Tinder. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, for sure. Um. Um, but Mr. Skipper, 
age 27 says they know who they are they they know who they are and know what they want and i like that and that kind of hit me in a place where i was like i can see why you would say that but you're a mess yeah <laughs> don't sure. know who you are and don't know what you want you think you do, so you're you're strong arming this poor woman to her relationship with you. Yeah. My after that, my next note was a drink thing. God damn it! Like we go from like a a thing to a drink thing to a dinner thing. Like I just like yeah, oh. it just it just progresses. To even more uh, confusion on Carrie's end, because yeah. calling it a thing, and it's it it says it's a date, right? Like it's a date, right? And <laughs> just say I, what it is. But I do love that, like, even though she's getting ready to go on this like confusing, like not named date thing. She still, like, takes the time to pick up all of her friends and provide support to one of her closest friends who's having... Oh, right, that's a subplot point. Is... Oh, yeah, this is the... Su- oh, yeah, I had a whole, uh, I had a whole bunch, bunch of notes on the subplot. Yeah, the so... subplot point of Charlotte's boyfriend of the episode wanting to have anal sex. <laughs> and so... All right. Wait a minute. We might have to circle back. Nope. Nope. Let's not circle back. That was dumb. Um, so her deal was uh, she's not ready for anal sex, which is understandable. It's a lot. Like, it's a lot of preparation. But yeah. God bless Samantha oh. being the... <laughs> <laughs> Being the state sex positive person that she is. Um but there was a question who said this? I, I forget which one of them said this, but like, will he respect you more or respect you less for doing it? It's Miranda. Which, Miranda said okay. that. Which is that is a strange defeatist motion to look at. I mean, like, what if I will he Will he respect me for taking it in the ass? Because I had the power to do it? Or will he think I am trash because I let him? Like, I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know what that is. Honestly, though, like, I do think that, again, I think that that is sort of a legitimate, like, thought process of feeling like you can't always be kinky with a partner when you're in a, like, when you're not married to them, Mm -hmm. because, like, they, like, Charlotte kind of voices it, like, they, from her perspective, like, they don't, people don't, people don't marry the girl they get kinky with, like, they want to, they, they want, like, the virginal take her home to mom and dad, or, you know, take her home to the parents type of woman for marriage, and, I, I do think that that is like a thought p- process that some people experience is like, well, how, 
how comfortable and explorative can I be in, in our sexual relationship um, together right now before there's a full commitment there? Oh, yeah. Like, I don't. I, I've, I've never, I've never done anal. So I, I don't know the eccentricities or, or anything. I, I mean, I've, I've heard stories from, from trusted uh, sources of friends, sources, because sometimes I get curious and be like, Hey, I have a question that I'm afraid to ask. And I don't want to ask the internet because, well, that's a search engine. So you've been there. I have a question. But My, uh, <laughs> and, anyways, continue. Um, I was, I was going to say that I, I, what I love is in the exchange is like Samantha going, you know, a hole's a hole. Like it's, they're made for pleasure. And like Charlotte's like, I'm not a hole. And then they hit that, they hit that pothole. And Charlotte goes, what was that? And Miranda, the character, and Samantha at the same time go, a preview. And it's just, th- those are moments that oh like. Oh my God. Yeah, the, kiss. Excellent like, work, writing team. Like, yeah, and especially, and especially when it's very clear that all three of them have done it. And like, listen, so how did he say it? How did he ask? <laughs> But another another counter counter argument for Charlotte's behalf, if P. Scott were in the car, is it, yes, you can agree to his terms, but you absolutely, absolutely reserve the right to ask if he is up for pegging. Yes. And then I leave the limousine. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. That's it. I was just like, if you're going to ask me that, I'm going to ask ask you. Absolutely. Which is absolutely fair. For sure. And if they say, no, I don't think I want to. And that's, that's your, that no, then no. Then I guess we're not having anal tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that tickled me, but like, yeah, that should be, that should be in, that should be in, in every relationship contract. If you, if, if the dude asks to do anal, you ask, well, can I peg you? Mm. And are you that curious? Are you that curious to want to know? I mean, let's experience it together. But yeah, also there's teamwork there, but also it, there's... You're, I love how you're taking it like, yeah, let's experience together. And I'm like, quid pro quo, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, I, feel like, I feel like it's important to note here, we are not kink shaming or shaming how anyone, Absolutely. Absolutely how anyone prefers to have sexual relations with their partner. We support consensual actions between two consenting adults Mm-hmm. That that know what they are agreeing to and what they're interested in. Sex positivity with affirmative consent. That's what yes. we're promoting here. I would like to apologize for my aggressive uh, counter arguments, but I still think it's valid. I don't think you need to apologize <laughs> I don't think it's for a that. Valid question. I re- I really think that it's just a warning that Paige will fucking peg you. <laughs>
that's that's not going to be the episode title. <laughs> it's it absolutely should, but it will get it will get us kicked off SoundCloud. That's fair. <laughs> or get us more more hits. Who knows? Um, oh wow! Oh wow! So that that's what I was <sighs> thinking all through that episode was wow. There are a lot of feelings about anal sex, and and and, and what that means in terms of commitment <laughs> to your partner. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um, but Samantha was the breath and so supportive, mm-hmm. like not, she didn't make it weird. She put her arm around Charlotte and said, there, there, you, you're, you're going to like it. It's going <laughs> to feel weird, but then you're going to like it and you're going to be so you, you're, you're going to wonder why you even made a big stink about it anyways. Who knows? I don't know. So. After this, everybody goes to their respective uh, locations, and uh, Miss Carrie ends up going um, to the dinner thing with Mr. Big and finds out that she is actually a third wheel with one of his guy friends. Oh, God. Who is terrible. And... She actually leaves, which I was like, yeah, go it's her. A, because it's a like, boss move. It's totally a boss oh move. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, yeah, like, because he was like, are you sure you want to leave? Like, yeah, I'm yeah, going to leave. I'm not going to fucking sit here, like, while you, you are, like, catering to your sad, drunk friend. Like, no. <laughs> First of all, like, you gave me the impression that this was going to be a thing, like a date, maybe. I'm dressed for a date, and and you, and you made me suck. a third wheel. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, I my note was like, these men just leave you like men consistently like leaving people confused mm-hmm. with like non-committal labels of like what is happening, and then not communicating. Like, I feel like that's such a big pro. Like, that's a big problem in the show. It's just like. People don't communicate with each other at all. Oh no, it's all it, it, it's all in the eyes, man. It's all they all give you the fuck you eyes. Be like, yeah, yeah, but like those are not but helpful. It, no, those aren't helpful, and it's it, it's confusing. I mean, sh- shit, if I'm looking really good and I walk by a mirror and I'm like, I'm, I'll give myself the fuck you eyes, like, because it's like, God, I look good, like, look fucking great. Like that doesn't. I only know what I'm thinking because it's my it's my thought process. <laughs> anyway, but but Miranda, yes, he called he called me up crying. That's what he said. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I think that was the weirdest. That was the lamest ask excuse he could have given her on why this other dude was at their their dinner thing. Was he, he called my- me? My friend, who I am apparently have a supportive relationship with, like, called me crying, and I didn't know how to handle that, so I invited him out to our thing. What the fuck is wrong with you? Nah. Nah, fuck that. Fuck that. That's... Nah. And then the guy's just... And then the guy is trying to pick up other women while he is at... (laughs) 
<laughs> while he is at this this dinner with Big. So it would be it would be the weirdest like blind like one guy's basically. It would have been a weird double date. She she did good by by walking out. Yeah, now, she walked out like she was polite. She said, "No, nah, I'm gonna go." Which you, you let me know when you're able to do this. Yeah, and and she walks out, and um, that's kind of awesome because I don't think I I would have stayed to be nice, which is bad. And see, I would have stayed because no matter what, I'd still want to be around him. Oh. And then uh, I forget I forget all about feelings. <laughs> I would have just stayed to be polite. <laughs> um, no, I would have stayed because at the end of the still- day, I, I still want to see him. Oh, you see, I guess womp, I... Womp. <laughs> it's been a while since I I've been that see. enamored with anybody to to just put myself in that type of uncomfortable in that, situation. That kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. It's been a it's been a while. Trust me. I'm due for one. Maybe after pandemic land, maybe somebody will really wreck my day. But not during pandemic land. <laughs> well no, it's times are tough enough. Like I don't need you wrecking my day. Oh no, no, I'm yeah, no, like no, I'll I got my the entire the entire rest of my life to go on on drink things and dinner things and maybe I should just call it things. (laughs) Hey, do you want to go out for a thing? Um, So then Carrie leaves and then does what I think really anyone who needs a pick me up would do. She walks to find that twenty something guy she made out with. And then goes home with him and has like really nice 20 something guy sex and then wakes up and in the trash, the harsh light of day, it's a, it's a 20 something guy's apartment, supposedly. I don't know. It's like the most hyperbolic presentation of a 20 something guy's apartment. Yeah, um, I was trying to figure out, like, what side of town do you live in, son? And, like, two, where are your roommates? And then we found out where one of his roommates are. And I just could, I, I was, I, I was struggling with that. Because then I looked around and saw how gross that apartment was. And, like, oh, God. Oh man, that takes me back to like that's that's like junior year college messy. <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't I don't I thankfully I don't think I have slept with anyone whose apartment or living space is that trashed. Like I I I I think I can firmly say that. I I mean, I could prove Oh, myself. and to be so completely unaware that the, of the state that he was living in yeah. was also interesting. And the fact that he didn't know how a coffee filter worked. Like, again, when you start, when your partner's not your parent. <laughs> you, coffee, me, bathroom. Like, oh, God. If that's, like, the way you have to talk to someone, leave. Leave immediately. <sighs> and 
She did. Yeah, she did. And then ended up walking, walking home, right? Because she left her cab money on that table. Um, and ends up walking by horrible dude, um, horrible friend of Big and Big. Yeah. Walking down the street. And uh, I, I love the boss move of being like, your word for your crossword is this. And then just like, okay, bye. Oh, and it was hinge. To come together. Subtle. Subtle, writers. Thanks. Subtle. Great. And then he's just watching her walk away, and she's just walking away. But not really. Well, I mean, I think I, I appreciate in their exchange where she's like, you know, I, I'm, I'm good at... I'm good at crossword puzzles, not people puzzles. Like I, I like, I can't, I can't be spending my time trying to figure out what's going on here. And I, I liked, I, I liked that idea or just like that commentary of like people puzzles are hard. God, like I'm trying to figure yeah, out. Especially when you deliberately like muddy the waters, muddy the water. Yeah. Like, I have the hiccups now. It's great. It's awesome. <laughs> this episode gave me the hiccups. I didn't get as angry at, at this episode as much as I thought I would. Right. I think I, I was more. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't angry at this episode. It just like really. It it brought a lot of reflection for me, um, just personally, because of like the the wide spectrum of ages of partners that I've experienced um was just very relatable and it, it does I mean I don't know personally I think 20 something year old men are are just as confusing and uh non-committal <laughs> as as the confusing 40 something year old well they but. also I mean the, going back to something that that skipper says Fuck you, Skipper. But it's true. Like, they, I mean, they don't know who they are. Right. And, and you can argue that you don't know who you are at any age. But, like, there's a, there's a certain realm of, of awareness that happens in your 30s that is not quite there in your 20s. That um, uh, with this episode... With this episode, it kind of made me, like, I ended up watching this episode feeling a little bit better about my current situations and my um, experience with relationships because, like, I realized that, I realize now, like, oh, I have a lot more experience than I give myself credit for. Um, because it it, it is... Regardless of how how sexually active you you are or or whatnot, um, the, so these feelings are kind of universal, mm-hmm. and these observations are universal. Yeah, um, for sure. Now, some of them may, maybe uh, have different tactics or different different coping t- mechanisms. Um, as you get older, and also it's a, this is 2020. This this show was in 1998. Um, so the lens for which I am looking at this 
is way different just based on um, time. Right. So, yeah. Well, we, we, we got that shit done. We nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Okay, so next week we'll be um, going for episode five. Um, well, uh, mm, uh, you can find me on. I'm so I'm so sorry. I am still nursing a headache, and uh, the um, Tylenol is making my brain all loopy now. But um, right. anyways, my <laughs> I am Pageless Scott on Instagram. And I'm Miranda Narig on Twitter. And, and that's the only thing. Yeah, that's true. Um, and you can email us at cityscapepink at gmail.com. You know, give us some love, give us some critiques. Uh, we reserve the right to ignore any criticism that you might have. Um, or we'll criticize you. Yeah. Fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We're not, I don't no. have the time. <laughs> just tell us we're pretty or or tell us what what's something that people can tell us how much they like our voices yeah or what <laughs> if you have other things if you have other things you want to hear us talk about i don't know or or the the ultimate question are 20 something guys the new designer drug designer drug <laughs> It's a heartfelt no. All right. Well, we answered. Nope. <laughs> we answered that question. This yeah, was fun. I just wanted to ask it again. <laughs> anyway, right. we'll see you later. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.